Hello, and welcome to... Voyage to First Vintage. <laughs> this week we are taking a little departure from our normal. Um, usually we talk to people who own or run or work within established wineries. Yeah. Um, and this week our guest is someone who's a bit more in our position, still finding their way towards one of those jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, Plenty then, of experience with the wine yes. industry, but wanting yeah. to become a winemaker herself and mm-hmm. um, grow a following on Instagram, which is how we found her. Yeah. Her name is Justine Osilla, and mm-hmm. she is absolutely wonderful. And we are so excited for you guys to listen to our interview with her. So without fur- further ado, we'll jump right into it. It's Voyage Diverse Vintage. Today we are sitting down virtually with Justine Osilla. And did I pronounce that right? Yes, you did. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So we wanted to talk to you because we found your Instagram through um, Voyage LA, the, I think it's like an on, on, online blog, maybe a magazine. Uh- magazine i think um they have voyage magazine um all throughout the u.s um in various locations and they have one in la awesome that's really cool and how did you get like in touch with them and how did you set up that interview with them i guess oh actually (laughs) go ahead sorry i was um i was referred to them by my friend um l from the modern poor she nominated me as one of the most uh, as one of like their inspiring stories Aww. so that's how i know so sweet she that's how they reached out to me <laughs> that's so good and um obviously it was all about wine and your journey in the wine industry so could you tell our listeners about like what got you interested in wine so, um, actually, I've kind of always been interested in wine ever since me and my family moved here to California. Um, oh, awesome. I actually was originally born in New Jersey. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I moved here since uh, I was eight. Awesome. And my parents would take me and my sister up to Napa, Sonoma, Paso Robles a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was very intrigued with the environment and um, and so I actually started drinking wine or tasting wine at home at a very young age I, I believe I was 16 years old <laughs> and good, good time I'll to start. be honest yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest I was I was not happy about it I didn't really like the taste yeah um, <laughs> But I knew that my palate would develop Mm -hmm. and that eventually I would love it and appreciate it because I did fall in love with the whole culture of it. Okay. That's awesome. (laughs) And so I would just keep tasting every time uh, my parents would open a bottle. When we're at a party, uh, my parents would let me taste a little. Or every time we go to a tasting room, my dad would let me sniff the glass. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and then they were training you to to be a, a wine connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't know that this would 
you know, that I would choose this path, choose to be a winemaker because they actually expected me to be in the medical field. Oh. Yeah. So they're both nurses and they, and and I'm also Filipino. We're, we're notorious for being nurses. And um, (laughs) I, I thought that I would be pursuing a career in medicine Mm -hmm. coming out of high school. I actually um, was getting ready to apply for PA school. Okay. After I completed a bunch of prerequisites and I went through EMT school. And then <laughs> and then my friend told me she knew. She knew I was into wine. She told me, you know, Fresno State has a winemaking program. I was like, no freaking way. <laughs> I had no idea that this was a career choice. Yeah. Um, I was so a chemistry major at the time uh-huh. and found out that there's a lot of chemistry integrated into winemaking. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. knew, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then um, I took a WSET course, just an introductory course, and that solidified everything. I knew that this is what I wanted to pursue. I wanted to be a winemaker. So I actually took a break from school and my family was not happy about that. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I could get my foot in the industry door. So That's my amazing. first job was at Gallo, and I talked with you about that. Yeah. Um, and that was actually out in the vineyard. And that's when I knew I didn't want to be a viticulturist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the following harvest, I, I worked as a winemaking intern, and I just knew that solidified my plan even more that this awesome. is what I wanted that's to do. Awesome. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. It's so good, like, finding your passion, like, finding something that you love and then just going for it. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, and even along the way, finding out what you don't want to be doing is important as well. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And that's mm-hmm. something that I'm constantly learning as mm-hmm. I'm going through these different positions because after that I worked for a boutique winery and I knew that's what I wanted to work in. I wanted to work mm-hmm. in a smaller scale versus a you know, a large yeah. wine company like Gallo or um, yeah, Gallo is huge. Or yeah. there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mm-hmm. love them. They are amazing and they treat their employees very well. Um, mm-hmm. but as far as the craft goes, I really wanna work really closely with the the fruit and the wine so mm-hmm. yeah james did no. his internship with gallo yeah, in... did, um in grower relations with gallo what was that 2016 very 2016. cool yeah. which uh which location uh fresno no way that's yeah. where i am so that's yeah. so cool <laughs> yeah yeah we've got family down there and so i lived there for what four or five months mm-hmm. while i did the internship um and then we basically just took off on a road trip a couple months after we finished up. Yeah, which was also frowned upon by our parents. Yeah. <laughs> they kinda, were like, why aren't like you pursuing? about taking a break from school. We yeah. did a little bit of the same thing and traveled for four months. And I don't know, your parents were good with it, Danielle, but I know my dad was a bit nervous about us doing yeah. that, saying, ah, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you sure this is what you want to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that's what my parents kept on saying to me mm-hmm. are you sure this is what you want to do because 
I did kind of switch around between different um, medical professions because I just honestly did not know what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it makes sense though, right? Because like you didn't find something that you were passionate about. You kept trying new things and nothing was really clicking. Exactly. And it's yeah. just, it, I think it amazes me like how you can find your path choose your career and it comes out of like the most random places and mm -hmm. you know yeah. you never you never I I mean when I was five years old I never would have said I want to be a winemaker right? like, yeah. you know <laughs> it's not usually one of one of the lists like mm -hmm. usually it's like vet or doctor or... Yeah. I think a lot of people kind of this in high school yeah yeah I think a lot of people kind of I don't know stumble into the wine industry Unless they grow up in it. Right. I feel like a lot of us who end up here, um, not a plan, it's just something they kind of find along the way and they're like, oh, this is actually really interesting and I never knew about it before. And yeah. That's their new new path. It's not so much a planned thing. Mm -hmm. Right? And I feel like everyone that I've met who works in the industry is very happy with their job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's so much joy and so much like camaraderie and yeah. like working together and mm -hmm. and it being is a supportive. Big, a big community. Yeah. I mean, everyone, for the most part, everyone's um, helping each other out, willing to, I don't know, take a few minutes and talk, mm -hmm. um, open a bottle, whatever it is that they can do to pass some <laughs> knowledge on, have yeah. some fun. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> awesome. And so you were saying that you want to work with like a smaller like boutique winery in the future. Um, are you thinking like in El Dorado County where we're looking to move to and start our own winery? Um, that's our hometown. Um, they have small boutique wineries that are like, I don't know, how many cases would you say, James? Well, there's anywhere from like 500 to 20,000, but most of them are in the probably two to 3,000 case range. Yeah. Yeah. So are you looking at like that small or just like smaller than Gallo? <laughs> uh, no, that is actually the perfect, perfect size that I'm looking oh, for. Um, I, I, I think that I've kind of started really big mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then I'm going smaller and smaller each time. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's awesome. Uh, I work for after O'Neill, I worked for a local winery that outsources and gets their fruit from the central coast. And I believe they're, I want to say 250 tons. Okay. And then I'm currently working for a winery that makes about three, I want to say 3000 cases. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, just like slowly <laughs> going down and yeah, slowly inside. getting down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. so good. And where are you looking? Are you looking just in California, or are you looking like all across the U.S.? Because we've been learning, like with each podcast episode that we do, that there's wine in like almost every it's state, all, every fifty states. Yeah, or all of the fifty yes. states has at a least one in every state. Mm -hmm. um, I. It's so weird because I I feel like I'm biased, but I just, I love California. I, <laughs> I don't think I, could, I would ever leave here. Um, I do have plans after I graduate to work abroad. My top mm -hmm. three places are actually 
New Zealand, Italy, and Australia. All right. Oh my gosh, but, how fun. Yeah. Yeah, but my but ultimately I do want to come back to California and make wine here and settle down here. Perfect. That's that awesome. sounds amazing. I love this journey that you're on. I'm so jealous. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. And so you started up your Instagram account, Hey J Rose, which I love the name yeah. by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And you, I've looked through your posts and everything, and, and you're documenting like what you're tasting, like what your journey is, um, basically what we're doing on our podcast, um, except what for maybe better. Yes, I was just gonna say that <laughs> better. <laughs> um, so, what prompted you to start that Instagram handle and like pursue, you know, like being a part of the wine industry on a platform like Instagram? Well, um, I kind of stumbled upon it, I guess I would say. I first started documenting wines I was tasting and putting down my notes because I wanted to practice tasting notes and Mm -hmm. I wanted to keep track of the wines I was tasting and keeping track of like how better my notes um, progressed throughout that time period. And then I, I noticed that I started developing a following of wine lovers and this is when I told myself you know what I should I should step this up I should definitely step this up and I found a wine community on Instagram just a whole bunch of like wine influencers up in Sonoma and then I found out this is like a much bigger community than I thought it was um And kind of just networked with some of them, talked with some of them. I got invited to my first ever influencer um, meet and greet by Sarah from Wino Wonderlust. Oh, yeah. And that's where Mm -hmm. I met. Yeah, I love her. (laughs) That's where I met a whole bunch of wine influencers. And so, yeah, that's kind of how it started. I I never would have imagined that this is what it, it turned out to be I've met a lot of different wine lovers people in the industry I've gotten invited to tons of different wineries up and down California I've became really good friends with a bunch of these wine influencers Um, so it's it's been a really cool journey that's That's so good yeah even now having our podcast and trying to do our Instagram and everything I'm still surprised by how many people are involved in the industry in different unique ways like you are through Instagram and different social media platforms. Yeah. It's a pretty unique and interesting portion of the industry that I had no idea about. Right? And I I, I mean, even though I feel like it is a pretty big community mm-hmm. on Instagram, it actually is really small. It's crazy how I can connect with people all the way from New York, all the way from France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, from Florida, Texas. It is so cool. And then you guys up in Oregon. So <laughs> yeah. All over the world. It's crazy. And it's some people have come up to me about this and they've asked me why I'm doing this. And some people think I'm just, you know, posing, cute pictures, <laughs> um, posting like oh this is the wine, the bottle of wine I'm drinking today but 
as, you know, a new incoming winemaker, I'm actually using it as a walking resume. I am, like I said, I am connecting with different people in the industry who could possibly offer me a job in the future. So that's what my main goal out of it is. Yeah, that's That's so good. And have you talked with any of the wineries and have they been like, we want you to be our winemaker in the future or something like, (laughs) please join our team. (laughs) I I have met uh, quite quite a bit of winemakers and winery owners who are like, yeah, we would love to have a woman in wine on our team. Um, I've actually become really good friends with the winemaker at Keto Wines and Camines to Dreams. Um, they're based off in San Inez, Santa Barbara area. Okay. I yeah. highly recommend checking them out. Um, I was actually hoping I would be able to work harvest with her this, this, um, this upcoming harvest, mm-hmm. but, um, given the circumstance that I, I need to work more in the cellar, yeah. that's not going to happen, but hopefully in the future, um, I'm, I'm still looking for an internship. I'm currently in the process for a few of them. I have my eyes on two in particular, so I'm very excited to see where I end up. That's so good. It's, it's so important. I think mm-hmm. that like more women are getting involved in, you know, not just the tasting room aspect of wine, but like moving up into like manager positions in like wine making positions. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The production side as well. And it is absolutely amazing, and we are here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank speaking, you. Speaking it, of it, it, do you want to say anything? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh. Go ahead. Well, for internships, Danielle's in a similar position. Yeah. Can we, yeah. Can I uh, talk about it yet? I mean, it's it's something that I'm oh, considering. Sorry. Just because, <laughs> so my current I position. Jump the gun. Yeah, it's okay. Um, So my current position, I I work in a forensic lab, work in the DNA unit. It's been, you know, my lifelong dream to become a forensic forensic scientist and not quite there yet. I'm a laboratory technician. And uh, right now with COVID-19 and and all this, um, I don't know, the economy where it is right now. (laughs) Long story short, they're talking about layoffs in her department. Yes. So she's been exploring internships as well within wineries. mm -hmm, Yep. I just thought it was a neat parallel between the two of you being possibly, well, you possibly, but her definitely women in wine. Yeah. And, you know, searching for similar positions in the harvest Mm -hmm. time this year. Yeah. And uh, I actually found one i have a, a job offer from one winery grand mm-hmm. marine and it's it's a 350 ton they're pretty big yeah they're pretty big they're in the willamette valley i think so heck yeah that is so cool congrats yeah. thank you so much yeah so i would be it's- running their laboratory and doing cellar work there that's so cool that's definitely such a great um such a great plan b you know if if it turns out in in your job that you know you do need to get another job wine wine is a great place to be yeah Mm -hmm. i was talking to a couple of my coworkers, and they're like cool so you're leaving forensic science to go do some really rad stuff in wine i mean that sounds like a dream (laughs) yeah heck yeah so good i love that (laughs) 
That's awesome. And I, I'm sure there's there's more job openings up here in the Willamette Valley. So if you... Travel if you, might be a little hard enough. Yeah, travel might and be a little difficult. With all the COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah. That is true, traveling. Well, it's not that far. Not too far. Um, but I just don't want to be that far since I am planning to go back to school in mm-hmm. the spring. Oh, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, especially, well, I decided to work harvest and take a break from school since um, everything is going to be online and they're not offering the the lab classes that I need. Right. I was actually supposed to graduate this December, but oh, because no. of COVID, um, I actually won't be able to graduate till next December. Oh That's my gosh. Terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. In, like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like... But I've been in school for way too long that I feel like, <laughs> okay, what's another extra year? If I'm not the only one who's being affected by this. So I figured might as well take the most out of it. And at the same time, I wouldn't be wasting my time. I'm using this time for education. So that's so great. I love your mindset. I love you're so positive. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not I'm not like this all the time. I have people who who talk me through things. So so I'm very fortunate to have support system. Good. I feel like everybody needs some of that. Like, yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> boost me up when I'm feeling <laughs> real low. I'm feeling like things yeah. aren't going my way. Because I feel like COVID-19 just put that in place for everybody. So On top of that, like the social climate. Yeah. I feel like Mother Nature is like trying to wreck things up right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. And how's that been for you? So we talked a little bit about like science, like laboratory classes being postponed, which is a real real bummer for anybody who's trying to get into the science, the world of science in general, but like with COVID-19 and Black Lives Matter movement, like how have you been like juggling everything? And because I know you're a really strong voice in this Black Lives Matter movement as well. Thank you. Um, I, to be honest, I am not the kind of person who pays attention to news. So I had no idea what was going on until my sister told me what was going on. And then I didn't realize it was so big until my friend Elle from the Modern Poor started telling me, Justine, you just reached 6,000 followers. How come you're not using your platform? I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm a person of color. I should be voicing my opinion on this. Yes, absolutely. Since then, I've I've been kind of... um, posting as much resources as I can on Instagram. Um, I've helped raise some money to donate to ACLU. Um, I've reached out to my fellow wine influencers of color and uh, on Instagram and um, just try to be as, as best youth as I can from my own bedroom, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's awesome. I've, uh, protested and so I was actually exposed to like 2,000 people so that's why oh, I've gosh. been I've been in my room doing yeah. as much as I can yeah. since then doing a little self-isolation as well <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. what a crazy time that yeah. we live in it Things is it, it is crazy and it's also shocking to see people in our industry who haven't voiced 
um, against, you know, the injustices Mm -hmm. and um, yes, it really gives you perspective. (laughs) It totally does. We were just talking about that. We aren't going to name any names, but there are just like a couple wineries that we follow in or pretty tone deaf with their their handling of posts. Yeah, I don't know um, regarding the protests or just completely ignoring it and or maybe or ignorant to it. Like it, just it literally know, yeah, seemed like they had no on. idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the thing is, by now everyone must know what is going on in the world. Yeah, yeah. And for you to say something, it's really disappointing <laughs> right yeah yeah i think it's really important what you're doing and we support you 100 percent. and thank you for doing so much yeah. oh thank you that means and thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today oh, oh absolutely. yeah absolutely before we go actually we had just a couple more questions for you about um like you said that you were doing the w set classes and um, are you looking to become a sommelier? Actually, yes. So I am currently working for my um, WSET 3. <laughs> I've actually oh been gosh. working on that for a while. My goal is to be um, to finish that by the time I graduate mm-hmm. and then go further to uh, take my certifi- certification exam. Okay. Um I, I feel like there's not a whole lot of like a bridge between winemaker and sommelier because right. those are two very different perspectives in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the W set has helped me gain a worldly view of wine. Mm-hmm. And I think that would help me as a winemaker. And Absolutely. I encourage so many people in the industry to do the same. Awesome. So and, oh, go ahead, James. I'm, yeah, I've heard about the W sets and you know testing and all that, but how does that actually work? How do you go about like getting study materials or sitting for the exams and and all what of it that? is? Because I don't think I don't think our listeners <laughs> have ever like heard us talk about this, like becoming no, a sommelier. Is, oh. This is new. Yeah. Oh, okay. So to become a sommelier, there's not a specific, um, I would say, roadmap. Um, Mm -hmm. It's totally dependent on your own journey. And um, so the W said, the Wine and Spirits Education Trust, I think their headquarters is actually in Europe, in in London, I believe. And um, they provide introductory courses, um, anything that you need to learn about wine and tasting wine um sensory evaluations and you can go from there and um specialize in a certain region whether you want it to be italy france american wine stuff like that super cool Mm -hmm. program they even offer like socket courses which is i found very very cool what is that um oh yeah 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 Yeah. i was like wait yeah (laughs) that's amazing yeah, and so you actually pay for the course. Um, it's usually pretty rigorous depending on what level you are. WSET has um, four levels, and um, they send you the, the 
material and depending on what level it is you can do it from home like as an online course and then take the exam at a certain um at a certain certain area certain place that they hold the exam um and then the higher levels you have to actually be there present in class with an instructor for the for the course material um and so yeah and they have really cool boot camps where you can actually um i think they partner up with a a winery for harvest and Mm -hmm. you can like actually go through like the whole process uh, at the same time the whole course material and then an exam afterwards it's it's a pretty cool That's insane. but very rigorous a lot of information <laughs> yeah sounds like exactly what what i need and i don't know <laughs> maybe what both of need. us yeah we don't have what i oh, go ahead sorry oh <laughs> what i like about the w set though is that I feel like it's a program more for people who don't want to work in the um, in the restaurant business because mm-hmm. there is a different, uh, I would say, organization called the uh, Court of Masters. Okay. So those are the people who also put on some certification exams, but they go even further to be a master sommelier, which is like okay. very, very intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but the W set is really great for people who don't want to be in the restaurant industry. Perfect. Right. Is it pretty expensive? You said that you had to pay for the courses. Yes, it, it is. Um, but I think it's thoroughly worth it. You awesome. have access to the information forever. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. Awesome. And for the higher level, higher level courses where you have to be present, do they have those in the U.S. or is that all in the uk in that area um so they have it uh they have it in the u.s i'm pretty sure that they have like white schools up in um in san francisco they have one in napa that that's where i go the napa valley wine academy um i have one in florida i i'm pretty sure they have one in new york as well Mm -hmm. um you just look them up um, the Dibby Set course online, I'm pretty sure you'll find a location close to you. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you for filling in on, yeah. filling us in on that. Yeah. Because I had heard about yeah. them all the time, but never taken the time to actually look into them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't even know it existed until, like I said, my friend told me that wine was even a career. Mm-hmm. And the more research I I did it a dug into it um i actually found the w set through google um (laughs) it's it's just crazy how like everything fell into place (laughs) that's so good i think that's all the questions that we had for you today yeah do you do you have any questions james no that's that's what i got for now awesome (laughs) justine did you have any questions for us yeah i mean so I actually am very curious uh, as to like what your vision is for a winery for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, oh, go ahead. I'll let, no, I'll let you start. I've done up. a lot of the talking. I That's feel. All right. James, take it away. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I'm I'm more vineyard side um, because well now I work in vineyard management, so I'd like something small, sustainable, um, responsibly managed that's good for the environment as well as produces good fruit so um i love that 
maybe not completely organic just because it's a lot of work and very um, expensive and maybe not maybe organic just not certified mm-hmm. because the certification the itself is um, expensive but things like cover crops year-round um, no-till management mm-hmm. hopefully dry farmed yep along those lines um, and then what size know, oh five to 15 acres I think is what we could handle ourselves with a little help um and then yeah for the winery side up to two three thousand cases max buy some fruit from some other local growers if we end up back in El Dorado County um people that we know and we can trust their quality and how they farm Mm -hmm. um I don't know I'd like to have a little extra property around the vineyard to have a small farm just for us in the tasting room, um, mm-hmm. most most everything coming from the one property, have it be a pretty closed loop cycle. Yeah. So that we aren't de- dependent on a lot of input or outside inputs. Um, so I don't know, co- a lot of composting, a lot of I don't know, regenerative farming. Mm-hmm. Focus on a balance between the. Um, I don't know, the local, um, what would you call it? Like environment. Yeah. Yeah. Local local environment in conjunction with our farming practices. So we aren't just clearing everything for a vineyard, you know, have a balance. Yeah. I don't know. Have something that'll last really is what Mm -hmm. I'm looking for. So I don't know. Do you know the varietals you guys want to work with? Um, I think I, it'll depend on where we can find property within the county. Yeah. I think Rhone varietals tend to do pretty well, mm-hmm. um, but there's also lots of like Zin and Barbera. I really want to do a Zin. <laughs> that handles. Love that. Yeah. 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 We've also been looking at Roussan, um, yeah. doing a little bit of Roussan. Maybe a Marsan Roussan. Yes, I love yeah. Marsan Roussan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, you guys are speaking my language. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're still fleshing out our ideas, but that's kind of the the gist of it. Yeah. I think. Right now, where we're at is um, we're searching for properties back back in that area, El Dorado County, Amador County, uh, Fair Play, mm-hmm. over in that area, um, of the foothills of California, yep. and we have an idea of who we want to work with for a custom crush, and we want to mm-hmm. get that going so that we have some you know, a foot in in the door of wine and we're pulling mm-hmm. in some kind of revenue while we're creating our, our business, building mm-hmm. our winery and vineyard from the ground up. So we just want to buy a bare piece of land and build everything and mm-hmm. and make it our own. Yeah. That is so excited. I'm so, I'm so excited for your guys' journey. Thank, well, thank you. you. We're yeah. really excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's a slow, it's a slow <laughs> process. It's, yeah. It's a lot more work than we expected and we haven't even started actually making anything yet (laughs) hey it starts somewhere (laughs) i'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around uh starting my own winery so i would love to learn something from you guys oh gosh yeah well we'll, we can absolutely keep in touch in the future have you back on that would Um, be amazing you can bounce your questions off us we can bounce our questions off you hopefully kind of for sure hand in hand grow as time goes on yeah that sounds great (laughs) and we're really excited to see where you end up and and like where you 
yeah where you go in the next couple years because mm-hmm. you obviously have so much in store for you like you're mm-hmm. such a go-getter like you obviously have a great like handle on communicating with the public and mm-hmm. just communicating in general you're a really strong boy so yeah i think you're gonna do amazing thank you thank you so much um i i would have to say that I wasn't always this way. I think in different positions, different life experiences have shaped me into the person I am today. Um, I I have definitely been a lot more confident um, ever since I found out what I wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. And um, I figured now is the best time more than ever to go after what I want. Yes, so. <laughs> it totally is. Yeah. Well, Justine, thank you so, so much for being on our podcast. It has been a pleasure. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to talk to you, ask you some (laughs) questions, learn a few things. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for having me on here. I'm very very honored um, for you guys wanting me to talk to me. Um, I'm I'm so excited about this new connection I've made with you guys. I, I think this is uh, going to be, we're going to be talking for a while. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, I, think I so. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks guys so much for listening to our podcast this week. We learned so much from Justine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Justine. Yes. You are a massive wealth of information for us and in a different way than anyone else we've had on so far that's right yeah and we're really excited to have started this friendship with you and to you know keep in touch with you and see where you go from here yeah i feel like we've both got bright futures we do (laughs) future's so bright Yeah. yeah you can find more information about justine by checking out her instagram hey j rose it's h e y J-A-Y-R-O-S-E mm-hmm. and uh, check out voyagela.com to find that cool um, interview that she did with them yep. and talked talk more about you know wine industry and growing up loving and how wine. she got to where she is yeah basically. Yeah. Right? yeah and then for us this week or this the past week that we mm-hmm. haven't been recording um what have we been up to? We got some stuff up on our website. Yeah. Check us out at voyagetofirstvintage.com. Yeah, we posted a all blog, our guys. There. We've got some little, not behind the scenes, behind what the scenes. What was that? Behind the scenes. I'm going to take away your wine. We've got some stuff that's not quite behind the scenes stuff, but it's more just letting you know who we are, what we're, what we're doing. You already know that a bit, but I feel like. I don't know, explains things maybe a bit better than yeah. we do just on the fly on our podcast. Yeah. Um, so so check again, that out. that's voyagetofirstvintage.com. Click on blog, the tab. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find our episodes there. Um, what else? Rate, review, res- subscribe. Yeah. However, wherever you find this. Mm-hmm. Um, it that helps. helps us out a lot, guys. Any bit helps. Any extra new followers we get helps. I mean, not that we have any money coming in from this, but it helps our self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> it totally does. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Voyage to First Vintage, Twitter at Voyage underscore First, mm-hmm. 
Um, Facebook. Where Facebook. We're on Pinterest now. Pinterest, yes. Pin the shit out of our stuff. That's right. <laughs> do it. <laughs> um, Patreon. We still have our Patreon page yes, up for the time being. Yep. Um, I don't know. We're just trying to keep on keeping on for now. That's right. We're um, working on our LLC, getting that drafted. Yep. Keeping not, on with that. Not a bunch to report on on the news side. Um, I feel like a week from now there will be plenty of new stuff going yeah. on. We're, I don't know, we're at, not really at the tipping point for much, thing, much, but we're getting there. We're getting there. To where, you know, depending on some emails we get back, might have some things in, in motion. Yeah, we're still waiting for a reply to see if we can get in with a custom crush this harvest, but mm-hmm. it, it's looking more and more that we probably won't. Yeah. It's like the weather outside. It's getting gloomier and gloomier with the hours that pass by. Jesus. That was depressing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, it'll be good. I think it'll be great to get into Custom Crush this year, but I think in other ways it'll it'll be nice if we don't. I mean, it's kind of one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. Like, if we do, be awesome. Except for the opposite. What? Like... Damned, damned if, if you, you do, don't. damned if you don't. I feel like we're in the opposite situation. Like, it's all right if we do, it's all right if we don't. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, it'll give us, I don't know, it'll give us certain opportunities if we can get in, but it'll also give us certain opportunities if we can't. Yeah. Like, if we can't, we can focus on other things and really progress in that way. If we can, we'll be able to get some wine made. And yeah, right. Get the, you know, some fun, some changing hands that's right for once um so (laughs) yeah we'll keep you guys updated weekly as usual and we'll be back here on the ones and twos next monday yeah start off your monday right stop (laughs) being so weird guys if you only knew what i had to live with i think they can guess you'd feel so sorry for me (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty damn funny. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> All right, well, guys. We'll see you guys next Monday. Have a wonderful week. Um, hopefully, you're less busy than we are. <laughs> Bye. Bye.